whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Grime podcast. I'm Stacey Spear, and once again, I'm joined by the best panel in the business. No Beck tonight, but I have Christy and I have Nat. And this week, we have some of my favorite people on the show for our first Football Hers Abroad episode. Welcome, Renee Hahn and Haley Tagaloa Smith. Hey, guys, how are we doing? Hey, fam, what's up? <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone. This week, our question from the DMs is a pretty big one. Uh, and Theresa May wants to know our picks for the Super Bowl, which is actually just a few days away. Now, Renee, you are a tragic Falcons fan, but I know that your partner, Dane, is one of the biggest Rams fans out. How's he feeling and what's your thoughts about this matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> he has not shut up about it. Uh, basically, he has, like, just before leaving for work today, he's like, okay, so what bets am I going to put on? Like, I wonder, like, and he's talking to me about, like, do you think Matt Stafford's going to make more than this amount of rushing yards? Do you think, like, he's all over it? So um, I'm just praying that they don't lose because we got beaten by, the Falcons got beaten by the Pats. And then the Rams the very next year, I'm pretty sure it was, got beaten by the Pats. And so it's been like disaster for the last couple of years for us. So we really need to win. Just so, just so you keep that happy household, huh? Nat, uh, who are you going for and what's your prediction? Uh, look, I'm just, to be honest, just a fan that it's a bit of a mix-up this year. So I'd like to see the Rams win uh, just for something different. Um, but e- either way, I'm just looking forward to a, a good game. And Haley, who are you rooting for? You're, you're on the blue and the yellow or are we going the uh, the black and red? Uh, Dane's going to hate me, but I'm going for the Bengals. Um but I reckon I think the Rams have got it. Like they've packed everything in this season, got all their trades. Um, so I think I think they're the power team to beat. Definitely, they're pretty stacked. So I reckon the Rams will probably win it, even though I'm going for the Bengals. Yeah, nice. And Christy, you got to love the ru- uh, the running backs in these two teams. You know, Cam Akers, Sony Michelle for the Rams, and Big Boy Joe Mixon out there for the Bengals. What's going to be key in getting these teams to come out on top? Oh, you know, I'm going to say that the run game is the most important. I'm not biased at all. But, <laughs> um, look, I, I actually think uh, I'm going to go for the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go for, uh, I guess, a, the underdog, if some people see it that way. Um, but nothing against Red and, and Dane's relationship there. I really want that to continue well. But and I want Dane okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say the Bengals. What a lead up. What a lead up. What a fairy tale ending that would be. For sure. You know, personally, I've been on the Bengals bandwagon since game one this year. You know, Joey B and Jamar Chase are just something different. And I would love to see them bring it home for the working class town of Cincy, the first championship in 33 years. And, you know, if you guys want to get uh, some more listening in on the Super Bowl, make sure to check out our NFL podcast on the network where Beck, Alex, Dan and I chat Super Bowl matchups and our predictions leading up to the big dance. But now let's roll into our next segment all about Red and Haley with All Ball. Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? football, let's go! It's what we dream to do. It's not just a man's game anymore. Yeah, Sammy, go! It doesn't matter how you separate us, we're still one big team, and that's for women's football. It is in our DNA. 
spiraling through double helixes. It courses through our veins. Through this blood, we are connected. Football is our family. That's right, guys. And this is hopefully our first of many Football Hers Abroad-themed episodes. Haley and Red are flying out in the next two weeks to the great place of Mississippi to play a season with the Lady Panthers under the Global Panther program alongside some of their UNSW-rated teammates and one of our favourite quarterbacks from Queensland, Amanda Housen. Guys, how exciting is this opportunity and how did it all come about? Um, we, as a kind of like a group, have always wanted to go over. It's something we've talked about when we'd get together and things like that. Throughout COVID, it sort of gave us a little bit more time to sit and think about what we really wanted to do with the rest of our football career. Um, so we honestly, it was just, we just sent an email, um, probably sent it out to about five teams. Um, and I can't tell you how excited Camry was. Camry's the owner of Mississippi Lady Panthers. And he called me, I think he got the email sent through to him at 3am. He checked the email in his sleep and then messaged his assistant lady, I think, uh, messaged her back and just said like, yes, I want to organize a call. So by 10am the next morning, he was talking to me on the phone. Like he couldn't have been more excited to have Aussies come over and come to Mississippi. And I guess there were so many teams for you to choose from in the US. Like what made you guys firstly choose to go over as a unit? And then why did you choose to send that email to the Lady Panthers? Um, we did a lot of research into teams that we thought we could really contribute to. Um, location was obviously a factor in things. We sent, like I said, probably about five different emails. I didn't send an email to every single team. Um, and. Mississippi for us was something where we had considered, you know, bigger towns like or bigger places like LA or Seattle or things like that. But one, cost of living would be quite high. And two, there's a lot going on in those cities where if you go into Mississippi, that's like there's a lot of football down there. There's a lot of people who love football, who would love to go and support women's football as well and love to go and watch games. So to be around an actual football community is awesome. I know there's not bright lights and everything in Mississippi like there is in other cities in America, but really we're going for football and we want to get that real authentic experience and I think we'll get that there. So, ladies, when um went over to Chicago, had uh, two other Australian players with me, Tracy and Danielle, and that was um, a, a key thing in being able to, I guess, indoctrinate myself into um, the American League. So have you guys done this, this as organisational? Um, did you get together beforehand um, and was it a, a purposeful choice to go as a unit? How have you guys planned this? Yeah, it was um, – it was uh, actually, no, it was – I lied, sorry. Charlotte and Red wanted to go first. Um, and then Charlotte approached me ages ago, actually, a couple of years ago, and going, oh, do you want to go play in the league over there? And I was like, hell no, are you kidding me? I don't want to go over there. I'm not good enough. No way, you go. And then I kind of jumped on the bandwagon with um, Red and Charlotte, put a highlights film together, and I was like, oh, I'm actually all right at football. Yeah, all right, why not? Let's go. And then we, um, then with the WNFC, we had a couple of like as we sent emails out, we had a meeting, a meeting with another team, and our collective goal was to go together. Like, um, and we were gonna exhaust all of our options to go together. And it was me, 
Charlotte, Red, Liu, um, and Amanda, and also Soph, but Soph wasn't able to make it. Um, but the, the main goal was to go together. And then if we couldn't find a team that wanted to take us all, then we would go our separate ways and um, go from there. But then we met Camry and he was ecstatic to have us. And it just it's kind of been a bit of a roller coaster since then. And now it's two weeks until we go and things are starting to hit the fan. It's getting to, um, starting to panic a little bit. Well, that, yeah, that's awesome. I love that you guys have done it together and I think that will um, just help with the experience as well, doing doing it for the first time together. And uh, what a lucky coach to just have picked up uh, a whole bunch of uh, awesome players. I, I'm, I have no doubt I understand why he's so happy about it, so it's great. Yeah, and I guess if, if we look over back over both of your careers, like you've had hugely successful careers with five Opal Bowls, New South Wales, State uh, representation and red you've had outback representation as well I guess this opportunity is really kind of the next step for many of us players who have now been playing for the better part of a decade Haley, what's what's the preparation been like for you guys like have you had uh, you know workout that you guys have been doing I see you guys on social you guys are always at the gym like has that been prepared for you or is this something that you've kind of just done to be re- as ready as you can for the next opportunity yeah pretty much um, as soon as we had a date to go over um i've been training at live athletic in caringbar with justin lang um and he's a legend um coming back from a couple of injuries uh, my body's never felt better um i think red could probably say the same um but you definitely don't want to go underprepared so bringing your best version to, of yourself to the table is definitely the goal um to go and play again in a pretty intense competition i reckon yeah, and Red, you know, you've had one of the most up-and-down careers that I've ever seen, dealing with injury, time spent on the sidelines, stepping in coaching while recovering. How's the body feeling since we haven't had much football here in the last 18 months? Have you finally been able to get on top of things and really get that solid rehab in? Are you ready? Yeah, look, for me it's always been a really long journey with rehab. Um, I've, I've never not been doing it. I've been working with my sports car for the last four years, ever since I did my Achilles. Um, it's just been a couple of really unfortunate things that have sort of happened. Um, but again, like Haley said, we've gone and outsourced the smartest guy. <laughs> I believe he's the smartest guy in terms of this sort of stuff. He works with some of the most elite athletes in the country. Um, and I think that if we're going to go and, you know, take a chance like this, we really need to make sure that we've got good people in our corner um, and I think that our preparation and our programming and our strength and everything like that is probably the thing that it, it is the thing that we can't skimp on. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling really good at it, about it. My body's feeling really good. I'm feeling really strong. So you can't always control what happens on the field in these situations. We are at the mercy of a lot of different moving parts. Um, but in terms of my personal preparation, I, I feel really good about this one. And that's that's, that's awesome oh. to hear, um, um, Red, because um, uh, I, I know it's been quite a physical battle. Um, but obviously there's the physical side of it. Um, what about, given that this is an 11 aside um, and where you are probably competing with some people who have quite a number of years of experience, um, relatively Australia is fairly new in the league, um, what are you guys doing prep-wise for your uh, football IQ? 
so your football knowledge? Uh, for me, that's something that I think I've always been quite, like that's been a strength of mine. Um, I, my boyfriend is a coach. We sit there ever since we first met, he would, we'd be watching NFL together and he would be pausing and asking me what coverage they're in and what routes they can run out of that formation or like what, what he thinks, like he was trying to get me to think from a coach's perspective very early on. So although we haven't played a lot of 11 men, I've only played it at Outback. Um, I think that we've done a lot to try and expose ourselves to as much 11 men as possible. Um, we sort of learn 11 men and then bring it back to the seven or nine men in that sense. And, and I think Haley would probably back me up on that. We're watching, we're always being sent film from 11 man stuff and bringing it back to seven or nine men. So it feels, it doesn't feel uncomfortable to be viewing an 11 man play, playbook. Let's put it that way. Cool. And guys, I'm keen, you know, um, Reggie touched on, you guys were specifically looking how you guys could add value to the teams over there. Uh, what can we kind of expect, I guess, from Mississippi uh, when you guys are, what kind of, what kind of football do they play? I guess that's a hard one without, um, <laughs> without giving away too many of the trade secrets. Um, but I think they've got some really athletic girls on the field like absolutely they've got some insanely athletic girls um so they, they are a bit of a newer team um I think there's some teams that have been around they've got you know 10 years experience behind them even before the WNFC was established and things like that but they are a newer team but they've got a, a lot of really keen excited and athletic girls in there um the size of their O-line gets me excited too We've got some really strong, like you look at them, they're picture perfect. So I'm really excited to see what they can do as well. Um, it's interesting, we coming over in terms of playing experience, I feel like we have a lot of experience here that the Australian girls have a lot of seasons under their belt. Obviously we don't have that experience of growing up in a world that's immersed in American football since day dot. Um so I don't know. I think, I think we'll really be able to contribute. I think we're definitely going over with the intention of, you know, all trying to fight for a starting spot, that's for sure. Awesome. Um, and Hayley, you're, you're a line, a line woman. Um, and um, one thing, uh, you know, I, I've had the opportunity as a running back to be behind uh, some fantastic O-linemen um, and see some great things. And one thing I do know is that they, they are not individual players. They play as a unit. Have you had a chance to, um, I guess, get to know or meet or will you get an opportunity to meet and start to, I, I guess, gel with the other O-line players over there? Because I think it's a really great opportunity for our O-linemen, um, women particularly, to learn a lot um, and also, as Red said, bring a lot to, to the game over there. Yeah, I've spoken to, um, we're actually in a group chat um, and we like share our workout videos and stuff and um, Lee was also in it as well. Um, and Leo probably talks more to the girls than I do. Um, but, and uh, Leo was trying to set up, I think when we get there, um, a dinner to hang out and to meet them all in person. But there is, there, there is a connection there. Um, yeah, like Red said, without giving too many trade secrets away. Um, there's, but there's still work to be done without, yeah, let's just put it like that. <laughs> Very diplomatic. Very diplomatic of you there, Haley. Obviously, uh, you know, the talent in the US is next level and, and something most of us here won't 
get the opportunity to explore, I guess, what are you guys hoping to come away with it at the end of the season? And and how do you think it's going to benefit the players that you play with and against the next time that you play back in Australia? Uh, I think this is huge for especially women in New South Wales. I think we've got some experience with some girls from Queensland going over before and that's established some relationships. Um, The thing, the difference I think with what we're doing here is Camry and like, I I will not stop singing this guy's praises. He is incredible. Like he's, he's probably the sole, the, the reason why we signed with Mississippi is because this guy is phenomenal and he cares so much and he's so engaging and he's just fun um, and as soon as he heard that we wanted to come over, he was thinking next level. He was thinking, let's develop a Global Panthers program so that we can get girls from all over the world to Mississippi and we can we can expose them to the top-tier top football. Um, you know, because I think that a lot of the girls, you know, all of you guys on this call right now, we're sort of a big fish in a small pond essentially with some of our leagues. So it gets to a certain stage where we become the leaders and it's nice to have an opportunity to go over there and be just part of the pack and not have to be carrying the weight of the world all the time and, and we can go over and play our own game. So to have that next level opportunity for players where they can go and just be players again and, and go and do something for themselves I think is is incredible. And if we can establish proper pathways rather than just individual girls going over, we're going to see our game grow like insanely. Like once we see girls going over there and seeing what it's like and they come back and play, they're going to hold their girls to a different standard, their ladies, sorry, to a different standard down at training. Um, And people are going to want to aspire to do that. It's going to give them a character chase as well. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, you know, your guys' season starts in May and and I tell you, you've got a packed schedule coming up, coming up against, you know, you're fighting out against Houston Heat and then you move on to the Philly Phantoms, then to the Atlanta Phoenix. And then the game that I'm really looking forward to is the uh, Texas Elite Spartans, you know, several time national champions like... You know, Odessa Jenkins is is one of those players that we just see all over the media. She's doing so much for the WFNC. Then following that out with Kansas City Glory and then back to the Houston Heat again. I mean, looking at these kinds of teams, you know, does that not like put a little bit of, I mean, are you scared at all about coming up against any of these guys? Like what's, are there any concerns? Or are you just, just super excited to get out there? Um, well, playing at alignment, and then going up against linemen that are a lot bigger than you. Like, I thought I was a big lineman, right? And then I looked at some of the stats of the linemen that I'm going up against. I'm like, holy crap, I'm small. And I never thought I'd say that in my life. So Red's probably not scared, but this guy over here is big for nothing and is a little bit terrified. Hence why I've been in the gym. Like, if I can't be big, I've got to at least be strong. So, yeah, I'm scared. I'll proudly say it. I don't care, but it's also excitement at the same time. Um, if I get laid on Mars, I get laid on Mars. We'll just we'll see what happens. Hopefully, as long as the quarterback doesn't get sacked, then it should be all right. I'm so excited for you, Haley, because you know, live being a small alignment, I'm like getting amped like for you guys. So this is really, yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, I'm so excited to check you guys out once you get over there and get cracking, because I think uh, you guys can have an absolute ball. 
Um, and just on that, Hayley, um, and I know Red has no fear, uh, but I, when uh, we're, uh, just a, a bit of advice for you guys, um, um, and your experience will be different to mine, but I have gone over, um, and um, and this is for anyone who's thinking about going over, and I advocate that everyone should, if you have the opportunity, go and, and advocate for yourself and go over. Even I, I was like you, Hayley, am I good enough? Um, and I was absolutely thinking, you know, big fish over here and a drop of water, um, how am I going to go over there? And I was, I was scared. I was really scared. I thought I'd be back after two weeks of training with my tail between my legs. But one thing that you forget is that this is the mother of all team sports. So whilst yes, you have to do your job, uh, what I forgot about is that you have you you have a team that sets you up for success. So um, for anyone who is a little bit hesitant because they're not sure about them and their own performance, you will be asked to step up, but you'll be around people that help you step up. So um, I just really advocate. I love that you guys are doing it, even though you're scared, Haley. You're still doing it. So that to me is bravery and courage. And I know Red has that in spades. So, and all of the other girls as well. So, um, yeah, that's just my little bit of, I'll stop the motherhood statements now, but that's my little bit of advice to anyone who's going over. Yeah, guys, I just wanted to touch uh, just really briefly on the fact that you guys were all offered contracts with the WFLA and the LA Fames. Obviously, we've all been keeping a close eye on that league. What's, what's happening with that? And, and what, I guess what can you guys say about the future of that league? Yeah, look, that was a, a really exciting opportunity to get a contract in the WFLA. And I genuinely believe that that is, something, that is the future of, of football, to get women paid professionally. We're one of the last sports in the world that's really not, you know, taking that next leap. Um, so although I really appreciate what the WFLA are doing to try and fight for that, it's not really working on my timeline um, so that's why I started to look and that's why my option was to look for an established league. You know, I, I went down to my first footy training at like September, 2012. And we've, you know, we've all got things that we, we want to do in life and things like that. And, and for me, I'm not sure whether that professional step will happen in my football lifetime. I really hope that it does happen soon for everyone. Um, but for me, it's, it was really a conscious decision to try and get over there while I still can, while the opportunity was there, you've got to take an opportunity um, when it's presented to you. And there's a couple of leagues over in America and I genuinely hope that they all thrive and that, and that something really comes of this. But for us, the WFLA wasn't right, the right fit. Yeah, fair. And obviously, uh, you know, you guys are kicking goals being part of such an amazing organisation such as the WFNC. You know, the work that they're doing for women in the sport is phenomenal and, and something we should all look to as inspiration of what could be. But I guess I want to know what does the next few years look like for both of you? I mean, yes, we've been playing this sport for the better part of a decade, but you guys are still pretty young, unlike a couple of us here on the panel. Um, you guys tick off this experience and what's next? What's next for you guys? Um, yeah, look, I don't, I don't know. Like this, I didn't expect to go overseas to play football. Um, I think the next goal for me is probably Outback, if I can get there. Um, after that, I told myself I was going to play probably until I get another major injury, but that's probably not a good attitude to have. <laughs> um, but I think ideally it was probably maybe another three to four years of football, Where wherever that takes me, I don't know whether it's back with the Panthers or back just staying here in Sydney, 
I'm not sure yet. I can barely think about what I'm doing next week, let alone what's going to happen in the next five years. So <laughs> your turn, Red. Yeah, look, for me, I think because I've been playing so long, sometimes I get this over-the-hill mentality and, you know, I've had so many injuries and things like that. Um, I've also, you know, had a partner for as long as I've been playing football. So, you know, one day I would like to start a family, all that sort of stuff. That is the the big, um, I guess, obstacle in the way of women's sports sometimes that, you have to try and manage those sort of things, which aren't aren't really stuff. It's not really something you can plan. You can't just say, "I'm having a baby right now, and I'll be back in 12 months." So, you know, a lot of a lot of people, it's a it's a longer journey than that. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see where that sort of takes me. I kept my sister kept pulling me into line because I was like, "Yeah, look, this is a bit of a bucket list item. I might play a little bit more, and then I'll go off and have a baby." And she was like okay, it's not a death sentence. (laughs) You can come back and play football after you have a baby. She sort of slapped some reality into me a little bit there. Um, So, yeah, for me, I really just want to get this bucket list item out of the way so that I can start to concentrate on other things. I do really want to be involved with football for the foreseeable future, whether that's in a coaching role or I, I still definitely think I've got some seasons left in me as a player as well, as well. Um, so, yeah, just sort of leaving it up to, like, get this big opportunity out of the way and then we might be able to see a little bit more clearly what's down the road. Funny you should mention about uh, football and motherhood, uh, Red, because we recently um, aired a podcast that had uh, Chrissy Torres and Kestra uh, Bessie now, um, who have come back um, and talked about the challenges around that. And they're very real, um, but it, they're obviously, um, and we, we have many of them um, within our league that show that um, it can be done. Uh, but also what also can be done, I do know of like players in their 40s still playing. So, um, uh, you know, I... They're still going. They don't have much cartilage left in joints, but they're still going. And I guess my my favourite thing is with a lot of the women in the, this league within Australia, we we push the boundaries and we have no limits. And I'd love to see people um, not put a limit on that. And I love that you guys are keeping it open and your options open. Um, and I think after America um, and learning a lot there and come and having intentions to come back and and put it back in uh, the league is very important too so I'm really glad but yeah you know 50 year old league uh players yeah why not it's been done I think the oldest player in Australia has been 52 so you know you've got 12 years to go okay getting up there getting up there but all right guys uh let's let's roll into our final segment for tonight with rapid fire we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Yeah, looking back uh, at your both your dedications to the preparation that has been uh, that you guys need to go over to the States. As most of us are working hard to compete at the upcoming state and national combines, I want to know what exercise is the most underrated in your position? Now, Christy, as a running back and a demon in the weight room, which exercise is your most underrated for your position and what should be done more? 
Well, I'm going to, um, my answer is specifically at female players in gridiron. And I, one thing I don't think uh, enough women do, I know a lot of them do, and you'll probably find that a lot of our, our key or our standout players is, is that they are doing the strength work in the gym. Um, and that's really, really important, not just for performance, but injury prevention. We've heard um, from the, the girls today about a lot of injury that's been setbacks and they've come back through rehab and strength work. And I absolutely believe um, to, to be good at this sport, to learn everything about that sport, you need longevity and you need time on the field. Um, and I absolutely think what's underrated, especially for women, is the strength training that's done off the field. Yeah, totally. Totally. And, and Nat, you and Haley both, you guys have been in the trenches. And Nat, we know you love to lift, but which exercise specifically is the most underrated on the line? For me, I'm going uh, ladder drills for linemen. Um, I think it's so underrated. I constantly hear that, no, that's a running back, that's a receiver drill, that's not for me. Um, and I just and I just think when you, you need fast feet on the line, fast feet, fast hands, I think, yeah, the ladder, ladder drills are probably the most underrated in my opinion. That was totally not the answer that I was expecting, but that's really awesome. Um, Hayley, obviously you've got heaps of experience being in the weight room, coming back from your ACLs. Um, What has helped you most in your recovery from that? Um, Probably my rehab program down at um, Live Athletic with Justin. Um, He definitely, my knees, my knee that I got surgery on is stronger than my other knee now. So like Christy, like Chris Moran said, definitely rehab and strength programs for me um, for longevity. Definitely. If you especially want to play the long game, I want to play for another five, 10 years or 12 years, um, get to the 52 age, then yeah, definitely longevity. Get in the gym, guys. And Red, your ability to pancake the crap out of someone both terrifies and inspires, depending on which side of the ball you're on. What exercise have you been able to uh, what exercises have been able to give you that Derrick Henry stiff arm to pancake block that has made you one of the most physical players that I've ever played with and against? <laughs> well, thank you. That's a very uh, glowing review. Um, I don't know. I, I think that <laughs> just say something really stupid and say that like pancaking people is like a more of a mental thing. It's like state of mind. Um, but if you want to go after someone, like it's for me, it's this whole mentality that I have of it's it's me or you and it's going to be you. So I don't necessarily think that pancaking, yes, you want to be strong and you want to go out and you want to hit people and things like that. That for me is mental. I think that um, you want to prepare yourself so you can be strong. So I echo everything that the girls are saying about the weight room, um, that being in the weight room to prepare yourself so that you're not scared so that you can go in 110% and you can go and flatten someone. Um, For me personally, in terms of what I think is underrated, at Live Athletic, we've been doing a lot of of work on jumping and landing and jumping and landing on single leg and ACL injury prevention and rehab and things like that. So for me, I do focus a lot on being big and strong and trying to run people over. I don't focus very well on the little finer movements and this is something that I've done really well in the last year to help prepare myself. Those little finer movements, because when you look at when someone does do an ACL, it's only like it, it happens so quickly and it's because they're unstable. So I would say that in in my opinion is probably the most underrated because a lot of us are big and strong and we can bench the shit out of a bar. 
but can we hold our knee in a, in a solid position when we're landing? Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, completely, completely agree with that. And, you know, another thing that is also really helpful, you know, talking about small, smaller type movements that you probably wouldn't think about is learning how to fall properly. You know, taking a tackle, uh, you know, not getting twisted up. Fair enough, I end up with my legs over my head half the time, but at least I don't get a, you know, a really bad injury. But, you know, I'm not a gym rat. I absolutely hate it purely because I cannot honestly keep count of my reps. So my hack for that is just lift heavy until you don't want to lift anymore, run until you don't want to anymore at max effort. But honestly, for me, yoga has been my savior. It helps me control my body. It strengthens my core. It's helped my mental health. And it's not all about lifting heavy things. It's about working on what works for you and translating that to your performance on the field. But guys, this has been a great episode and we are so excited to watch you both this season. And for anyone wanting to watch, I believe the VIA network is actually streaming all of the WFNC games this season. So you can check that out when the season starts in May, as well as following along on social media with the Lady Panthers on Facebook and Instagram. The Women's Gridiron Leagues of Australia page will be keeping tabs and sharing as much as we can. And look, here at Mojo, we just want to wish you guys the best of luck this season. And we can't wait to watch you wreck some havoc out there on the field. You know, thanks again for coming on the show tonight, Red and Haley. Thanks for having thanks us, for guys. Us. Yeah, thank you so much. I just wanted to say as well one last little thing because I never shut up. Um, <laughs> Stacey's gone, of course. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say for anyone looking to go over, please feel free to reach out to anyone who is currently going over. We are a small community in football. You can reach out to anyone. There's a couple of other girls going as well. But my biggest advice, just send an email. You never know what's going to happen. Take a chance and back yourself. And that's it for another episode with us, you guys. As always, make sure to download the episode. Hit us with a five on the Spotify reviews. Share on socials. We are on all platforms. And until next week, we will see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.